of the 25th day of the month of Av, says the Rebbe. My father, the Rebbe, referring to the Rebbe Rashab, <coughs> wrote in one of his letters the following. I have heard in the name of our fathers, the holy Rebbes. May they be blessed and remembered for eternity. And may their merit be bestowed upon us. And their souls are soaring in Eden. So I heard in their names... That when we make the blessing, when we name the child, just like as with a just as with a boy, by the bris, we say that you should merit to raise them to Torah and to marriage, to chuppah and to good deeds. So to by a girl, by many people, they only say hey, you should raise her to chuppah and to ma'asim to get married and to have good mitzvahs, to good deeds, because the women don't have a mitzvah in the Torah to learn Torah. It says, Teach it to your sons. And the Talmud learns, not your daughters. There's no obligation on women to learn Teda. Nevertheless, we say, you should raise your daughter to Teda. Why? Based on what the Gemara says in Brachas, folio of 17, the Gemara of 17a, where the Gemara says that how do women, women find merit? And it's referring to the ultimate merit of Torah, which is the greatest merit within Judaism, the most protective and the most potent power that there is. How do women get that merit if they're not commanded to do something? And when you do a mitzvah that you're not commanded to do, it doesn't have the same power as when you are obligated by God Almighty to do it. So how do women have this chuz? The Gemara answers, because if the children end up learning Torah, it's due to their merit. They bring the kid, they urge the child, they encourage the child, they, they're on top of the situation, therefore it's their merit, the learning of the children, as well as it's their merit, the learning of their husbands. Because it's they who give the husbands the confidence to go off to the base Medrash, and the women are willing to wait even though, of course, they'd rather be in the company of their husbands, they forgo that opportunity in order for the sake of Torah. So really, all the Torah that's being learned is in the schus of her, because they, he wouldn't do it without her. And halachically, this makes her part and parcel of the mitzvah. It's a yisachar zvulan almost relationship, you could say. If you tell a Torah scholar, not after he learned the Torah, that doesn't work, but if you tell him in advance... And I know you wouldn't learn because you're busy with X, Y, and Z. I will take off the th- your worries that you have to worry about and, and you'll learn Torah and I'll split it with you. That works, that works. A woman splits it. It's not even that she gets a piece, a, a portion. If, the Gemara, if you look in the Gemara there, it's clearly using the word palga. That you split it in half. It's 50-50. It's 100% partnership. And this is the greatest schus that a woman has of Teda of participating in this, and thereby um, she gets the schus of Torah. And therefore, when we tell a girl you should grow up to Torah, and to Chuppah, and to Maisim Toivim, really we're referring to the ultimate schus of Torah. Now, with the Pele here, the, the, the wonder that one has to consider is, 
why doesn't it, why doesn't it um, mention the fact that women are, are obligated to learn the pieces of Teda that are relevant to their, uh, to their actions? So, for example, they have to learn the whole Hilchah Shabbos in order to know how to properly keep Shabbos. Why do we only make mention of the fact that they help their husbands learn Teda? That also counts as, as, as an obligation to study Torah. So much so that the Alter Rebbe says in Shukhanara that this is why women are able to make birchas Torah, the blessing over the Torah, because they too are commanded to study the Torah. Nevertheless, apparently it doesn't compare, because ultimately that's not the ultimate schus, the merit, awesomeness of Torah. Torah, as a mitzvah, in other words, that's a, as a means to an end. That's Teira in order to know what to, how to do the mitzvahs. And even though it has the greatness of Teira learning, but the women are obligated to do the mitzvahs. And therefore they're obligated to learn Teira. And once they're obligated to learn Teira, their Teira has the ultimate, has the power of Teira. But they haven't been commanded to learn Teira. In other words, the commandment is on the mitzvah. And they learn the Teira as an extension of that. So the Torah has significance and it has power, but they're not commanded to learn Torah, and therefore the ultimate power, ultimate power lies in the Torah that they uh, accomplish through their sons and through their husbands. <clears throat> and uh, it's interesting to note that seemingly, according to this, it's shtickle out of order for a girl. Because by a guy... It makes sense. The Even though over there also there's a kasha. You say it should be taira. The first thing a kid does, even before they become bar mitzvah, they're obligated to learn taira. So you say taira. Then chupa and then mitzvahs. Mitzvahs, it should be taira, maisim taivim, mitzvahs, and then, and then, uh, and then uh, chupa. Fine, akasha. Akasha. But by, by the girl, everything's out of order. Because <laughs> according to what we're saying, the Teira only comes after the Chuppah. So really it should have said Maisim Teivim. Then it should have said Chuppah. And then it should have said Teira. So seemingly everything's out of order. So that's food for thought if somebody has an answer to that, uh, that question. Everyone have a wonderful day.